Hello there. My name is Sophie. And I'm Dan. You're welcome to Alt. It is our extreme pride to put together thorough and eloquent conversations on topics surrounding logic that shape the depth of our thinking and that affect our lives and perhaps show the many lenses through which we are capable of perception. Stick around with us as we explore this alternative. Hello and welcome to an all new episode on Alt. Today we have something special for you, our esteemed listeners. You know, Dan and I usually would come here and talk, exchange ideas, rub minds, go back and forth, and sometimes have to comb through the bushes to, you know, come up with concrete stuff that might challenge your logic, you know, alternatives, you know, to thinking. However, today we are taking a different approach. We are taking an introspective look into the year 2020. And we are doing that to draw out lessons, to draw out insights that will hopefully hold on to moving forward into 2021 and beyond. As we come to um, a close of this year, it's important that we do some self-examination some self-reflection, you know, some soul-searching, if I may. I'm sure we can all agree that these past 12 months have been challenging. They've undoubtedly changed us. And I dare say that they've, not, they've changed us in no small way. Well, to explore this question, um, we have the pleasure of being in the company of very distinguished young individuals. High achievers <laughs> by right in their respective fields. You know, these are amazing people that I've had the opportunity of dealing with, and I can vouch for their their passion for impact and their passion for giving value. And I'll be introducing them to you in no particular order. Uh, we have Taufik Shoboyejo, aka Ozil. He's a freelance writer, a digital publisher. He's an email marketer and is the founder of The Book Cracks, you know, a book club that I belong to. And he has authored, well, co-authored along with members of Book Cracks, um, two anthologies titled Rage and Lost. Also, we have Ubani Tengod. He's a social worker. He's an academic writer. He's an intellectual. He's a beloved friend to me. and He's taught me a lot that I know in life. And then we have Ihoma Norom. She's a medical student. She's a podcaster herself. And she writes amazingly well. She's a writer. Of course, we have my big man, Ajewoli. I didn't get that right. Ajewoli Uluwatoni. Can go on and on about him. You know, he's a digital marketing marketing specialist. He's a digital marketing consultant. As the founder of the right and um, the Smart Academy, where he teaches people to write and to be digital marketers. And he, he founded a community, a writing community too that I'm part of. You know, we help people become better writers. Basically, that's the end point. Better, more prolific writers. 
is the author of many books, um, including Dear Creative 1 and 2. Dear Creative 2 will come out before the end of the year, before the year runs out. But one is out already. You should check, you should check them out. Uh, I mean, these are really hot books. And of course, we have Toby Adeoye, Toby Rhodes. She's, she's a storyteller. She's an experienced communication marketer. She's a biographer. She's the founder of Road Details. Also, she just authored in this same year an amazing book, an amazing book titled Naughty Younger Self, where she curated the story, stories of, you know, amazing, amazing people. And that book offers like a self-help or motivation and insight, basically a platform, a way that we can stand on the shoulders of giants, people that have gone ahead of us and learn from their experiences and, you know, from their shipping, how we will do stuff. And last I have um, Toby Akiwandi. She's a lawyer, she's a writer, she's a musician. I think that she sings and she's an amazing person, an amazing friend. And well, thank you all of you guys for honoring this invitation. I'm, I'm really, really, really amazed and excited to have you here. So I want over to Dan from now on. He has the reins of the questions. He'll begin to ask you the questions. And I didn't know the order with which he's going to ask you. But Dan, you have the floor from now. What word comes to mind when you think about 2020, when you think about the year? For me, the word is just awakening. Awakening. All right. Thank you, Mr. Taufik. Hi, everyone. Toby here. Um, I would say um, probably two words, the new normal for me anyway. Um, yeah. The new normal. Thank you very much, Toby. Um, I my name is Tangod. Okay, I'm tempted to use the word "almost." <laughs> Honestly, well, 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 well. it's a, it's allowed actually. It's allowed. I'm tempted to use the word "almost" to describe 2020. I mean, it's 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 just one very strange year. It's a crazy word. That's, that's how. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Tengo. Uh, you really, uh, you really try to capture what the year has been. Um, so, thank you very much. Who, who, who else hasn't taken the floor? I have not heard from uh, Ms. Toby Adeoye, uh, Mr. Adeoye. Right. Okay. Good evening. Hello, hello, guys. Sorry. Maria. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're welcome. This is Ihoma. You're welcome, Ms. Ioma. For me, 2020, thank you. Um, for me, 2020 has been an average year. I mean, I came into the year writing so many things. I did, I did some. I didn't do some. I discovered some things I would have not discovered if not for this year. But at the same time, I didn't do most of what I was supposed to do. So for me, it was just 50-50. It was average. All right, so thank you very much, uh, Miss Yoma. She says it has been an average year, a 50-50 year. All right, um, who, who else would like to um, contribute to that? Hi, good, good day, guys. Um, my name is Oluwatomi, and um, for me, 
uh, I'm, tested, I'm tempted rather to use three variants. Three. Um, one, <laughs> yeah, uh, there are variants though. Um, tests, trial, and order. You know, it's it's a year that came with a lot of testing, and it's it's um, you know it's shoe cost to the ground that is, and uh, we thank God we are alive. <laughs> so 2020 was a test. All right. Thank you very much. Still is. Still is. <laughs> Still is. It's right. Uh, test, yeah. So um, we've had just five people contribute. I've still not heard from Miss Toby. Right. Uh, Miss Toby Adeoye. Thank you. Um, 2020 for me was, let's see, um, a year of uncertainty. Yeah. Having to sit down at home and like, <laughs> you just ponder. All right, thank you. Thank you very much for that contribution. So um, it's been, I don't know, for me, it has been a very crazy year. But I, like myself and Sam have discussed, we just want to dwell on the positive, on the positivity of all of this. We even have a, a particular, we dedicated a whole episode to just this answers thing that uh, Mr. Tengod mentioned. The word for me is um, positivity because it's in times like this that we actually get to ponder and have to be creative. There's a word for it. I think it's dead ground. So for you to, for you to um, blossom the next morning, you just have to survive the night. And, I, and for me, I see this as a night for something that is going to bring bring up something positive so for me it's positive i don't know sam sam you can't hide from this so what, what do you think of the year what's your one word for it well for me what this year offered was learning that's one word learning all right all right yes. learning all right so let's just move to the next question um and the next question is how did you start this year um you know the euphoria that comes with every January resolutions and expectations and goals and all that. So I would like to know how you started this year and where you are right now as regards those goals you set for yourself or the way you are taught it would it would pan out and where you are right now. Just let us. Oh know. wait, you you people said goals. Abby. You said goals in life. That this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. You said goals. Wow. <laughs> That's no me. I don't set any goals. I just live life as it comes anyway. Okay, so should I go first? Definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, beginning of the year, I was at the beach somewhere in Lagos, with a job, a relationship, and everything with bright ideas and stuff. But midway through the year, I lost the job. That's the relationship. And I was only left with my ideas. <laughs> so it's not actually like a sad situation. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, well, at the end of the day, Sha, I, I, I got more than I bargained for from this year. A lot of people actually complained that this year has been so horrible and terrible. True, it is actually. But for someone like me that started working from home as far back as, I think, March. So... Things really weren't really that disappointing for me because I was used to the idea of working from home already when I lost the job. 
So I started doing remote writing and from there I started writing some stories, started publishing, got published in like two different places. And then there was the anthology scene that I mentioned at the beginning. So I and a group of writers, we came together to write a book. So at the end of the day, we sold more than, I think, more than 120 copies at one five. So it was actually like a huge sum of money for a start. So it was something for me. So this year has really been good. I mean, I'm handing it like on a high note because I read up to like 50 books this year, published an anthology, and I'm looking forward to publishing this book that I've written and the story in 2021. So that's just a summary of it for me. Yep. You seem to be, yeah. you seem to be uh, like a, a, uh, a crazy scientist. I don't know how, how, how you managed to turn shit to sugar. How you managed to go like you lost. Well, I won't say it. I won't say it was smooth. Though it was very, very, very rough for me. And I think I'm a bit lucky, and I'm acknowledging my privilege right here because it's actually something to acknowledge. You know, for some people, when they lose their jobs and then they lose their stuff, they literally have nowhere to go to. You know, they pay for everything by themselves. They have to pay for rent, pay for food, and pay for nearly everything. Unlike me. I have a house to go to. I have a, like, a father's house to go to. And I have a mom that really cares a lot about me. So during that particular period and phase, so they really took care of me, gave me money, gave me food. and So I could afford to take like a risk. It was not something genius-like or something really, really, really... Um, how would I describe it? Worthy of uh, adulation or emulation or whatever. It isn't like some... It's not rocket science. It was something that was easy for me. I could afford to take the risk because I knew I had a soft spot to land. So that was just it for me. I came back home, walked on the side of my laptop. Took, although that's just my idea. I took all these small, small gigs that they will tell you to write an article and then they will pay you shitty pay like 2,000 euros, 1,005 and so. I just started from there and then started gathering money, bought a course on copywriting as far back as I think April. No, it was May. I put a copywriting course in me and then I started applying some of the stuff that I learned from there and then I started making money. So, did that satisfy you? No, of course, of course. Uh, we can always go on and on and on about that. But it was just um, quite intriguing that you actually were able to manifest uh, some light in, in such a very dark year. All right, so, so it was dark, I wouldn't lie. Yeah, so thank you very much. We'll probably go back to that, but let's just get contributions from from others. Okay. So I, I think Miss Toby, like the, the podcaster is next, so you can hear from her. Um, hello, hi. Um, Toby here again. Okay, so um, I'll start how um, Taufik started. So I started the new year in church, praying, without a job because I had left my uh, previous um, job in December. So I literally started the new year without a job. Um, I was hopeless and everything, you know, praying. And I know Tafik is like <clears throat> saying, do you people set goals for the new year? Not for myself. It's not necessarily goals. It's like things you want to have done, things, you know, you want to do things you want to be able to accomplish in the new year. I think everyone does. And I think, Tafik, you probably do as well. You probably don't know, but I'm sure 
like you said. Um, Actually, I was being sarcastic. Sorry to interrupt. I was being sarcastic oh, okay. here. Okay, sorry for taking you too seriously there. Okay, so I'll carry on. So, yeah, um, then I got a job in January, sorry, in February. And luckily enough, um, I've still got that job now. Uh, most of my colleagues, um, four of us started to get that actually in February, but I'm literally the only one left there because they were either let go <clears throat> because of the pandemic, some quit. But like I'm literally the only person standing and probably looking forward to a promotion. So for me, this year hasn't been that bad. I've gotten through to so many interviews more than I have last year or last years. Um, I started working from home in March. So I've been at home since. I was able to save more because I don't have to pay for um, transport costs um, selling how to drive. Think like um, Sam and Daniel were saying, and how Dan said, um, this year's a year of um, positivity. You just have to try to find like the positives and everything, you know. Like I'm not saying that I didn't go through my own heartbreaks and downfalls in this year, but when I look back, I'm like, yeah, I got a job in this year, and I've still got the job, and it's December, and this year is not. In January, I didn't think, you know, there was going to be lockdown. I didn't think. I'll be stuck at home. Like, I feel like I know the inside of this house now more than, you know, I've stayed, I've been here for five years, but the things that I've been seeing, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that was there. Wow. I didn't know the grass was green. But um, yeah, I'm talking too much. But yeah, this year has been insightful. It's been interesting for me. It's not been too bad. I've gotten more opportunities this year than all the years. So that's my take on that. Um, th- th- thank you very much for sharing that. I-, I really like that we're starting on a very positive, on a very high note. I'm so scared that the next person is just going to, <laughs> is just going to give Sorry. us some horror stories. <laughs> Hold on. Can I, can I creep in? Can I oh. creep in <laughs> Why are you trying nice... to imitate the accent? Why are you no, trying she... to imitate our accent? She has a really nice accent. Really? <laughs> You're speaking like those people from Peaky Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. The next person should go on, please. You're actually the next person. I, I I was just mentioning like I really love how everyone is uh, giving us like good news. I mean, from February to December, it's to now it's about at least ten months, at least, and you're able to sustain a job and you're looking forward to promotion. So this is on a very 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 high. And I'm scared for what the next person is going to talk about. But let's let's hear from Mr. Tengod. Well, um, I would say, I, I think I'll start off on the note of um, Mr. Taufit. Um, certainly not a man who sets, I don't set goals. I just get into the year and then do my stuff. For me, I don't see, I don't see the difference between a day from the other or December 31st, any different from January 1st. It's more like, personally, it's the same thing, the same. It's like moving from one point to another, not necessarily paying so much attention to, oh, it's a, it's an old year and today it's a new year, so you have to set new goals and start, start pursuing new dreams, you know, things like that. But where I have been into academic writing, so like um, Samuel said, it's been this year has 
offered learning, if we have to look at it from a positive um, angle, it has offered us the chance to grow, to learn, to hone our skills, to develop new skills. And that is pretty, pretty amazing. And for me, it's been academic writing, like I earlier pointed out. And um, I was able to help a friend of mine, uh, well, my girlfriend, actually, assisted her in completing her master's degree. So that offered me a chance to learn a lot about the way it works in the UK because it's a distance learning program. And um, there is so much I learned in how learning is offered there, how education is quite easy. I would have to go through education with so much support from your tutors, a personal academic tutor, and um, you know, what else? Uh, yeah, pretty much that. That's pretty much that. And um, well, stepping into stepping into 2021, I would say it's just learning and acquiring skills that are very important for for my profession as a social worker. So that's basically. It. So, um, just to be clear, like, uh, so far, just like, so far, so good. Nothing mm. like, nothing really negative. Nothing really ah. negative. Up. Because I feel like we might be like biased towards, because this year was really, was actually bad. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, if I have to point out any negativity, I think it would it would be, you know, with the whole NSAS thing. Oh, if, if I have to look at it on a personal note, it would be that it took me so much time for me to realize that there is so much that I need to acquire because there is so much time for me to do a lot of things. And procrastination is just one, it is just one weakness that is, almost insurmountable for me. And I had to procrastinate a lot because there were a lot of things that I outlined that I needed to learn. And here we are, December 24th. I haven't even gone half of, I haven't even done or learned half of those things. It's just, I I am easily distracted. I can get easily distracted. I might see a thing and uh, trying to, tell myself, okay, let me master this thing. And if I know something else pops up and if I know my attention is, if I could even know what's going on, my attention is swayed, you know. So on a negative note, I would say I didn't, I didn't have that, um, I didn't take it, up, take it up personally on myself to say, let me get past my procrastination and then you think that I've that I want to learn. So that's just it. All right. That's that's really cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. At least now we know you are you'll probably be migrating soon. You'll you'll probably you'll probably be getting that that UK. I'm just kidding. I'm pulling your legs. Uh, no no no. <laughs> no, no. All right. You pulled it off already. <laughs> 
It's all good. It's all good. Uh, still, still positive. Still cool. Um, thank you very much for sharing that, uh, Mr. Obani. Um, oh, sure. I don't know. Um, Yoma, I think you're next. Let's hear from you. Let's see how the year began and how it is going for you right now. Okay, please. Please reiterate the question again. Uh, the question is just to just oppose, um how you started the year, perhaps you had a set of resolutions or you had a set of goals or you had a set of... Yeah, and how it is now. So, let's, let me just say that I had family members, family members who had COVID. Oh. And it really, like, it told on us. Damn, but sorry about let me that. also balance it with good news. So, they all survived... Wow. So we are healing and heart now. Everybody's okay. But for me, it has not been funny in a way because I set out goals which I really ever do because I have this problem of inconsistency, which means I'm, I know I'm inconsistent and I'm scared that if I set something out, I'm not going to follow through. So why, why even write it out in the first place? But I spoke with someone last year and the person was like, it's better for you to write it out and see it, write the vision down, make it plain and see it. Even if you don't do it this year, you know that you have something to work on. And so I wrote it out. And I'm still a student. So most of, let me say most of my goals were were factored around school environment. And when they called for the lockdown, I made it a point of duty to insist that I was going to stay back in school. I told my parents that I didn't want to come home, I want to stay back in school. And funny enough, they supported it, but I don't know, family pressure. All of a sudden, they called me, I should start coming back. So that thing spoiled my whole mood because I already had, you know, when school is not in session, I had things I knew I wanted to achieve, I wanted to gain, I had things I wanted to work towards them in Areas regarding creativity, I had things I wanted to do. In areas regarding books to read, I had things, like, I set out things I wanted to do. And then my parents just called me to come home. And I feel like home is a different environment entirely because you don't, you, it's not your life. Like, you're living life based on your parents. So you might be doing something, okay, like now, we're in a Zoom meeting and your sisters can just come and shout. And you're like, please, 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 I'm doing something. Please, you push, keep quiet. And or just something, or your parents can, you can be having a call now, somebody should just call you from the kitchen, come and make food, and come and put food for your daddy. So, it's, it, to me, I felt like home, home is just a different environment entirely. But I, I think it made me discover some other things, even if I lost, I, I feel like I didn't, I didn't achieve as much as I would have if I was in school. By the end of the day, I ended up discovering some other things. I ended up like just sitting down and looking at my flaws and insisting that I was going to work on it. I didn't really even read books as I should have. But that's why I said all in all, it was an average. If I check my, the book where I wrote my goals, I can say it's a 50-50 thing for me. It's just balanced. It's just there. So that's it. All right. Thank you very much for sharing that, Yoma. Um, I'm really sorry about um, your relatives who had who had to 
taste the other part of uh, this, uh, the bitter part of this whole pandemic. I never thought I'd ever hear from from someone a personal case of uh, COVID-19. Let's hear from the next person. I think that is Mr. Jewali. Thank you very much, Dan. And uh, I think, as you say, I'm inspired by uh, what everybody has said so far. And um, I think there's a lot of grit in each and every one of our stories. Um, for me, I started the year wanting to leave my place of work January, and I swore that I was going to leave January. There is some appeal, you know, when you are good at what you do, it, it becomes very difficult to leave where you where you work. But there was an appeal for me to stay a while, and um, at and um, I got to leave, and in about two, three days, I got a call, you know, from another um, company to come in for an interview, right, for the digital marketing role. I went and I aced it, and, um, you know, I was offered the job. Yeah, and, um, okay, one, one thing that taught me was the power of writing. I think I was I was able to get that job because i had proof of work to show and you know even with my cv and certifications and all of that the the ceo wanted to know what i do you know outside of all of that and he went online searched my name and he saw a lot of things i had written and was quite impressed you know and that and i got a job but unfortunately covid came in when i was going to resume Right, and um, there was I live in the FCT, and um, there was a total lockdown at that point in time, and I couldn't resume. I was giving my letter, I had signed and everything, but I couldn't resume at that point in time, you know, and um, um, it um, it was a big blow. So for like two, three months, there was um, there was no job, there was no work, and you know, I reached out to this these guys. I hey, what's up? It's Lockdown has been, um, you know, has been um, lessened, uh, for lack of better word. And, you know, you're like, don't worry, we're going to get back to you and all of that. It's two, three months, there was nothing. I knew that I had to take my bag, you know, and start looking for a better opportunity. And along the line, I got rec- I just got recommendations from, from about two, three people at the same time. And, you know, I landed two jobs. Right, I, like I said, I live in the FCT, and the two jobs were based in Lagos, you know. So I, I had to work remotely, and um, you know, it's been it's been like that ever since then. I got to, I got the third offer at the point where I think I had to decline because I did not like the working conditions they were offering. I'm very particular about the good working condition and working environment, right? Um, as of June, I released them. Um, a book titled Dear Creative, which was meant to be an answer to um to my to my numerous questions, right? And um I released it and um you know it sparked a lot of conversations. A lot of people found hope in the fact that they can be the best in their world if they choose to. And um six months later, which is um you know this December, I'm going to be releasing a sequel to that book and I think it's been it's been a good ride I've inspired about 30 people to start writing consistently you know um, and a lot of other things that have come on along the way so I think 2020 has been a year of ups 
a year of a lot of downs, of course, but you know, like I said, it's a year that has tested me, and um, you know, I've been able to cross through as expected. And I look forward to a better 2021. That's it for me. Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, so, um, thank you, thank you for sharing that. It seems for you, it's it's more ups than downs, really, because you're getting offers from everywhere. <laughs> it's it's quite intriguing. But um, I would just like to know, all of this, were they plans or were they stuff you had like set out to do that year before it all happened or it was quite spontaneous? Uh, so the, the major plan I had was to leave the job I was in, I was on, right? And um, I also had plans to write, to release a book which I started, of course, I did not say this earlier, I started it and um, I had compiled it to a large extent and all of a sudden my system, my system went rogue. You know, it wasn't coming on at all, right? And it was during the uh, the lockdown period, I was where I was going to get out to, you know, find it um, repaired, to get it repaired rather than all of that. So that, that was a big blow for me, you know, and instead of being wanting to um, um, live in, in that um, disappointment, you know, I, 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 I took up my blog, my long abandoned blog, and I started writing every day, you know, and at the end of about 60 days, I compiled everything, you know, and I got my book back. You know, so wow, sorry, started, sorry to interrupt. So, you wrote yeah. every single day. Yeah, for 60 days. Wow, that's impressive. I'm going to start yeah. by January. Yeah, that's that's you inspired me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 very lovely. Um thanks for sharing that. Um um the last uh the, the first woman in the house, I, I would like to say not the last person now, uh Miss Toby. Hi everybody. Okay, um, so 2020 started on the low, like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever hit that rock bottom in my entire life. So um, that's even way before COVID and all of that. So I had this crash, so to speak, in like everything that I, yeah, everything that I had, basically. So I didn't see a future. I didn't see anything at all. Um, December, last year, December. I don't know. 31st. So December 31st, crossing over to January 1st last year, I was, I didn't have plans. I didn't have goals. I had no vision, nothing whatsoever. And in fact, I, I just, <laughs> I just didn't see a tomorrow, so to speak. I was just living, existing. Then what happened? What changed everything? Okay, yeah. Then COVID happened. So we had to stay indoors for long. And that meant that I had to stare at myself and look at, like, so when you have, so um, realizing all of that was that, I just realized that, okay, I was really depressed and I didn't even know it. So, um, so the COVID had to make me sit and stare at myself and really look at, look in the mirror that okay what is it exactly what is wrong um 
so I couldn't account for 2019 in my world. I was just floating, basically. Um, but people would not notice because I'm usually very bubbly. Then um, COVID happened. Then I started looking in the mirror. Okay, what are we going to do? So it felt as if the world stopped. And that meant that the world stopping for me meant that, okay, I can do anything that I really wanted to do with no restrictions whatsoever. Whoa, that felt like a plain ground to just be whatever I wanted to be. And being a creative, that that is so refreshing. Uh, but before all of that, or alongside that, uh, I decided to go for therapy. So it is online. Um, so I had a therapy session for like um, six weeks. Yeah, it was awesome, really awesome. So uh, please, if you don't go for therapy, you should. It's really amazing. Uh, then, um, okay, so fast forward, we did the therapy thing. Then, yeah, so I had to like, yeah, the world has stopped. So Toby, what do you want to do? So I picked up past projects. I picked up projects that I abandoned, like the Not Too Younger Self project. Um, so I started last year, yeah, I started 2019. And um, I, I wasn't getting responses because people just hear you. And uh, I was like, no, I need this to happen. The Not Too Younger Self book was a solution to a question that has always um, that always come up in conversations that I have with people. So I, I'm usually people's confidant. So they come to talk to me about their problems yeah, and all of that. And so so I just receive people's problems. Sometimes I prefer solutions, sometimes I don't. So uh, I, I rarely have pe- a person I talk to about my own problems. I know somebody in this field that is doing the kind of things I want to do, but how did the person get there? I don't know. Then some people will be like, I have relationship problems, I have family problems. So like, see, I don't have solutions to all of these problems, but how can we solve this problem? So I was just like, okay, you know what? Let's just look for people that are doing amazing, young people, because you cannot use 1960 mindsets to solve this kind of problem with the change of work that is happening in the 21st century. So I was like, who are the young adults between ages 23 to 35 that are doing great in their fields? Okay, let's get them together. Okay, uh, I can't have a podcast. Um, so what should we do? Um, okay, let's let's just see. Let them write a note to their younger self. It's going to be very explicit. So they did. Um, so the little I could, I was able to gather. I don't know, but you know, there's a way the world works, or that like, situations happen to make your dream come true. That's exactly what happened because every every person that wrote a note. Like each note just came from different worlds and then just met people like question is let me share you can also ask you can ask me questions too. you didn't ask me questions i'm going to you're running away i was scared <laughs> all right okay 
amidst the chaos of 2020, amidst the up and downs, amidst all of these things that happened from the beginning of the year till October when we had the lucky shootings in the midst of the NSAS protest. I know that me and Daniel did a, 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 an episode about forgiveness and the heat of all that stuff. And it was emotional. But in the midst of all these emotions and the roller coaster and roller coaster of the year, did you get your shot? Did you get something some sort of leverage that will boost you? Or did you see it? And if you see it, did you recognize it and did you go for it? Tafik. Nah, a person will get good decision. <laughs> <laughs> As for me, let me see. What could I leverage? What could I have seen as a particular shot? Okay, uh, okay. Let me just bring out the the flashpoints, the anthology period. It was it was the idea because the first time for me that we wrote the anthology in 2019, I felt as if it was a fluke. Like the idea of bringing different writers, we're up to like 15, and then we wrote something that we actually published for free. So it was more like a fluke for me. Like okay. But it was just mere luck. So this year, we replicated the same thing. And then this time, we actually sold it. And then we made money from it. So that is like some sort of leverage for me. Like, it really, really boosted my, I don't know, self-esteem. And then the salesperson in me, because ordinarily, I hate sales and marketing. Like, before the entire copywriting, and I used to hate sales. Anything related to being sales to other people, I shied away from it. But now, I don't really even care. Anytime I have a product now, I'm just going to market it aggressively and shamelessly. So yeah, that's the shots that I took from there. Like to never be afraid to sell anything on market. And nothing is ever fluke. Nothing you ever stop trying to downplay the things you actually like work for. Just to, so that you can like uh make yourself seem humble or whatever. Just know that you work for that shit and then yeah, you deserve every good that's coming to you. That's all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tafi. You can understand that. And, and that, you know, when you're trying to sell a product to someone, you're actually bringing a solution to them. And I think that as exactly. marketers, if we can have that mindset, you're not going to beg them for money. And get rid of imposter syndrome, please. You can hinder you from so many opportunities. Yes, yes. Yes, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yes. Shamelessly. Daniel says shamelessly. And Tony will always say, share your work shamelessly, put yourself out there shamelessly. So, Toby, I'm sure you had the questions or the question. I would love okay, Sam, to... could you please ask a question again? Okay. And Mr. Chaos, all this and um, roller coaster of 2020, did you get your shots? Did you get some sort of leverage points that I mean, would have given you like an offshoot into the stars, if I may? And did you recognize it and did you go for it? Well, that's a, that's a tricky question, to be honest. Um, <laughs> oof, did I get an issue? I don't know. Um, I I really, really... Um, I, don't, I don't even know how to ask that question, sir, unfortunately. Well... It's not a bad thing if you can't answer it. If you didn't get shots, no problem. I don't think I had any shots because I think when, when people get shots, it's something that will be glaring, right? I stand corrected, but 
it's something that you'd be able to, you know, decide whether to go for it or not to go for it. So I think it, in various aspects of my life, I don't think I got, I got, excuse me, specific shots. I don't think so, no, unfortunately. Well, at least you got okay. yourself a new job and you started yourself yeah, yeah. a course. Um, yeah. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sam. Let me just chip in. Um, uh, I think from, I think what you're trying to ask is like, um, like from my answer she's given, maybe um, Toby can just talk about like, how were you able to survive the um, leaning of it? This, this, this. Um, should I say the um, slimming of of in your organization? Because you mentioned you guys started, I think four, and you're about you're you're about like the only one there right now, and you're handing yeah. for a promotion. So maybe you can talk about that because I see that as you like uh. the opportunity. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll talk about that briefly. Um, yeah, um, four of us started a job together. And I think I started in February. And then end of March, we had to start working from home. So that was really, really different. You know, we hadn't known the team very well. Then there was less work to do because we work based on targets. So you have to work for like six hours and you have to show what work you've done. But we get work from our supervisors. So if they don't give you work, then you basically have nothing to do. Then you're unable to explain yourself or you know for what you've been doing for the past six hours. So that was quite tricky and it was a bit scary. Um, and I think when COVID came as well, people were put on furlough and my colleagues were laid off as well. Um, and I think for me, I was just, I just tried to pick as much as I could. And I, I was like a pest, like a leech on my supervisors. Like I'll literally be like, have you got work? Do you need assistance? Like, can I help you? What do you need to do? That kind of thing. So maybe that's a shot. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe yeah, the shot that I was given an opportunity and I sort of probably jumped into it and probably, you know, grabbed every single opportunity I could get to make sure that I was able to sustain the job, maybe. Yeah, you should your thoughts. That's yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. All right, Ihoma, do you have anything to say concerning that? I'm sure you understand the question. No, I don't. Hmm. Did you shoot your shorts in 2021? In 2020? Shorts are different. Relationship shorts. It's relationship I, I don't know. I, I don't think I shot any short. But I started some, like I started a podcast. I had I had clarity on, clarity comes in levels though. I had, let's say my clarity level on purpose before was in one. So it moved further to two. I had a lot of ideas I wrote down, you know, and tried to build a structure around them so that even if I'm not doing them now, when I come back to it, it won't just be something that is forgotten. So those are the those are the major things I did. I most of my lockdown was teaching. Like I taught my little ones just taught and taught. I don't know, maybe it helped me for something later in life, but I was not given a certificate and I was not paid for it. So that's it. It's about the input and the impact. Thank you so much, Inhuma. Tony, can we have you please? All right, thank you very much, Sam. Um uh, if if I'm clear what short means, uh, I think that uh, 
I I I pulled I well, I shot a lot of shots. Mm. I was able to shoot a lot of shots. <laughs> you know, mm. um, first off, I um, you know was able to release um, the first book. Um, get creative. I was able to um, get people to write. You know, it was a difficult one trying to convince people that writing is a significant of, you know, part of our being as individuals and that everybody should learn to write because writing is where clarity begins, but where clarity is found, you know, and there are a lot of, um, you know, barriers to that, you know, trying to come, especially if people are coming from the, from the points that I hate writing so much. I think writing is just so terrible. I think, you know, and having to convince them every day, you know, that writing is something they should do. You know, we've got about, you know, 25 people to 30 people, you know, that have been writing consistently now, right? Um, I also, you know, um, I had a 30 days riff on, um, on shame. I spoke about shame for 30 days, right? as a podcast which we are going to extend its continuity next year um, I also have just completed um, the first draft well I've completed the book on Dear um, Creative 2 You Are Not Normal At All right, which will be coming out on 28 so I think I did a pretty impressive job in 2020 and I hope to do more in 2024 that's beautiful that's beautiful thank you so much Danny. So the question for now is, what's the learning point from 2020? What did you learn this year that you feel like you can hold on to? And that in terms of application and in terms of life and living, you would probably never let go of moving into 2021 and beyond that. Yeah, Toby. Welcome, Toby. We're talking about shooting shorts in 2020. Did you shoot shorts in 2020? Oh yes, I did. I did. Oh, we share with us. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I was more about experiencing new stuff this year, like the things I've not done before. I just wanted to do and explore. So, um, okay, yeah. So I had this contact of one big man like that, and like we've. I only met with him just to like once. So, and then he just put on his WhatsApp status that, okay, do you, um, do you know anybody who is, who is interested in being something sort? He just puts most very simple stuff like that on his status. I was like, what's my usefulness in life? Of course. So I just sent a message. I was like, yes, I'll be interested. Then he asked. I just wanted to work. I just wanted to see Clara from another angle, another perspective. So, from another level, yes. So I started working with him, and oh my, it has really been remarkable. And that's like an example of a shot that I didn't really see coming. But yes, I was prepared for good. Yes, I was prepared for because during the lockdown and all of that, I did different things, started newsletters, did a podcast. Um, I was just trying different, different things for time. So, and they all added up and was useful at that point in time when I was to make, um, to 
to get something. And every time I, yeah, and then for some positions like that too. So I um I asked to join some companies for as a social media strategist and all of that. But I couldn't get a slot because um there's yeah one thing that was lacking, yeah. NYC certificate or any of those things. And uh, every time I couldn't get in for something, I ensured I, I, I like, I always leave a remarkable interview session with them. But every time I couldn't get something like that, I just looked, looked it at, looked, I just thought of it as something that, okay, I'll just learn from this and then I'll move on. I just always thought something better was coming. And yeah, so far. Okay, so that's beautiful. So I'm going to start the next question from you, still, Toby. And I'm going to reiterate because I've mentioned it before. Um, so what are the learning points from 2020, things that you would hold on to, that you've learned from this year, that you probably would never leave moving into 2021 and beyond? Things that you would not shadow, that you can hold on to to us man this is this is what i gained here in terms of learning and knowledge and it's going to help me moving forward okay much more than anything i think what i've learned this year is uh, trust your guts trust your instincts like you have an intuition just use it and there is nothing not attainable so if something is proving difficult, it's because your strategy is bullshit. Your strategy is not matching to it. So change the strategy. The idea can come to manifestation, basically. Yeah. So um, I, I I ventured into a project this December, um, something that had been stalling for a long period of time. And I just realized that, man, for real, if you want, whatever it is that you want to do, People will show up, materials that you need will show up, resources will show you ready. So that's that's the mindset that I'm going into. You can, and you don't have fear of executing projects. That's why you can yeah. move into you know, any doors and feel like you get down. Yeah, so the, I also okay, I read a book this year, which is really remarkable. I, okay, I love Mark Manson. I love Jimmy. Now, so James Clare's book, Atomic House, talked about repetition and the power of doing something repeatedly. When you do it over and over again, you gain confidence at it. So whatever it is that you talk at, just do it repeatedly. Like, you just be great at it. So executing projects, for example, just execute more projects and you'll be great at it. But usually the first time you suck at it, but just keep going and you become a master of it. But, yeah, there's a clause to it. You just have to... In this life, you look for the things that suit you genetically, um, environmentally, and all of that. So, yeah, just build your struggle and then just go ahead. Right. Thank you so much, Toby. Tony, how about you? Learning points from this year that you carry on for life? One thing I've learned is that uh, we should learn to take initiative. And uh, we've been wired. You know, the school system to wait to be paid. You know, we, we go to school to, uh, with the promise that when we get out of school, that we get a job, right? And so we go around trying to submit our CDs, our resumes, you know, waiting for someone to say, oh, I like, I like your, your degree, I like what you study, I like what you know. 
we forget the fact that we can do something, we start something, we can make something, we can do something, you know, and do something that we are proud to be a part of. You know, so I, I believe we should learn to be, you know, take the initiatives, and you know, that that has really worked for me over the past few years. You know, where you stand up and say, okay, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it, and just see people, you know, close around it, people that believe. You know, that share the same worldview as you do that live in the story you're trying to sell. You know, just cross another, you know, around that thing for that. So taking the initiative is an important thing that I will hold on to life. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, testament to that. You know, earlier in June or July, around the same time that Tony released their creative, I started out to give with my friend John Matthew, give this entire post about you know, writing. Actually, didn't say it would be on the first set of carols out, but I think that what happened when I showed up and when Tony showed up was that there was this surge of energy. There was this like we were intricately, um, inevitably going to have some kind of mashup. So when he started his writing workshop, and of course during the lockdown, I had a lot of time to reflect and to read and to, to write. I was writing a lot, I was shipping a lot, everywhere, WhatsApp, Facebook, everywhere. And I think that Tony sent that and reached out to me to be like a mentor for his workshop. And after the workshop, I still had a burning desire to want to push people to write, which he had to. And then he wanted to start a community. In fact, he didn't reach out to me that time around. I had, I had to buy myself. Man, I'm interested in this thing. And now we have... Well, we have a functioning writing community with members that are budding and blooming. So, taking initiative, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Thank you so much, Denny. Um, Ihoma, Denny I'm here. Any point of this year, yes. the first thing I would say is um, I can't come and keep myself is calm. It's calm. And yes, I feel it's calm because it's a it's a it's it's a sentence for mediocrity. Mm. So I've always I've always had this mentality of I can't come and kill myself. I'll just do what I want. I'll just do what I can, and then I just leave the rest because I can't stress myself. But I really sat down thinking. Okay, I watched the video. I don't know. We all know like cafe dancer, the lady that dances. And she was making a video. She said of how she has been doing this for 20 years and she does steady exercises, like really tough exercises. It hits me because I like excellence. Excellence is beautiful. Excellence is something that can't, even when the person has terms and conditions, you cannot reject it because that person is so good. Even if, if, if they, call a, um, they call a high price for you, like, a very high, you know, amount of money, you'd be willing to pay because you know that you get something for your money. And so it really hits me because I've always been this laid back in my comfort. I can't come and kill myself. Man, I told myself that I, you just look back and like, man, nobody can really replace your friends because within your circle, all of you know what you want. Even if you don't have the same, let's say, talent or skills, you have a certain... You have a common ground for which you can like lay upon. So those were the two things that stood out for me like during this lockdown. Honestly. That's beautiful. Just, yeah. That's beautiful. I like that. Um, 
to be. I remember we were having a conversation some time ago, and now I was talking about this thing about you know being undisciplined and being uh, pretty much undisciplined. And in my mind, when I was talking to you, I was thinking to myself that, she, and she mentioned it in her mind. I can't kill myself. That syndrome, it's it's euphemism for complacency. Maybe not complex. Maybe it's borderline between complacency and genuine. I mean, I, I cannot really be stressed. I can't be bothered. And I say it because I, I learned that phrase from you, Toby, that you, you usually say something and you say, I can't be bothered. When I say something, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. So for you, is that something that you're struggling with or is that something that you would say was among the things that you learned moving forward from this year and you hold on to? Or do you have an entirely different route, you know, of learning. See me. Akimwandi. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I know I used to say I can't be bothered a lot, to be honest, but I think it's, it's like, um, how do you explain it? It's like closing your mind to something, say, not not giving up entirely, but it's like, say for example, if you go for an interview, yeah, and you get like, you don't get chosen, you know, but you know you have to keep applying before you can get that job. And someone asks you, um, yeah, so how is it going? My response will be, oh, I can't keep myself. It's not, that is, I say that because I, I don't want to have to go into details. You know, I'm not happy about the fact that this is happening. So you asking me that question is just like, you know what, yeah. Just like people ask you, how are you doing? You automatically say, you're fine. It's like my go-to was to just like shut people out in a way. So, you know, if I would take something, you know, out of this year, like take something into next year to probably be to be more open, I guess. Um, like um, Ihyoma said, probably take out that I can't keep myself ideology from my brain and kill myself if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, not literally. But um, yeah, um, also I would say um, something to take into 2021 will be persistence and consistency as well. Like if I wasn't consistent, I don't think I'd have maintained my job. So I think, you know, being disciplined as well, I think someone said that. I'll take all those words into 2021 and try to, you know, be a better version of myself and take out the spirit of I can't be bothered and I can't keep myself away. Thank you so much, Toby, for, you know, at least setting your mind towards being a better version of yourself. Uh, Toby Rhodes, this is our last question for tonight. What does your ideal 2021 look like? What's 2021 in view for you? Oh, 2021. It's just a year to last year. The thing, that's the last year. Oh, sorry, this year. Sure. 2020. Yeah, so this year, the thing with taking up projects and going all like head on with okay. all the projects in your mind, your ideas is that you learn on, like you learn while doing stuff. Yeah, you learn on the go while you're executing. So there are things that would never even cross your mind, but you would have to learn 
to ensure that your ideas come to life. So I love that a lot because it just it just puts you in a different world that you're not used to. Being an adventurous person, I think that that's the world I want to I want to be in for 2021. Tony, for you now, 2021 in view. What does it look like for you? Yeah, so for me, I'm I'm quite um very optimistic. Wow. That um, 2021 will be a better year. Right. I have two plans. I mentioned I want to extend the streamless podcast. Of course, we're going to continue with work with the community, the rise rise community. Uh, I'm going to release the third sequel to get creative. You know, I'm going to make much more money. So. Beautiful. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Hilma, next year for you. Well, my first 21, I'm going to keep it open, but I'm definitely going to write goals for 2021. So it will definitely be about smashing my goals spiritually, financially, academically. Yeah. And then I want to have more connections, important ones. I don't want many contacts, but the ones I'll have, they'll be valid so that I can get some things for free. Yeah, that's... that's... Yeah, I get that. And circling back to Toby, Toby, how is next year going to look like for you? Or how do you want next year to look like for you? I'm going to write down goals, you know, and hope for the best for the for next year. You know, um, I'll try to be optimistic as well, you know, and yeah, hope that by this time next year, I'll not be in the same position. So, yeah. yeah, I forgot wow. to add to that mm-hmm. and ask will not go on strike so I can continue <laughs> my education. Well, well, if it makes you feel any better, I spent seven years to do a four-year course to pursue a degree that I'll have, maybe I'll have spent four years doing. So I don't think yours could be that bad. Can it? It is bad already. I saw a lot of things online and I, I saw I saw things move. I saw trends change and I saw I saw the mob shift from being pro this person to to anti this person. It's just that there's there's a thin line. You're working on thin ice if you're building your life on on the internet. Because your people can can turn against you very quickly. Very quickly. And it means that there's very little chance for us to be brutally honest with ourselves. Because by the time you become honest in that way, there'll be somebody that will be opposed to your truth or to the truth. And and people might side with that person and, and be like, okay, you're being insensitive to this plight. So moving forward for me, I think that I'm just going to be true to myself, honest to myself, see what needs to be said, Realize what does not need to be said, at least in public, and realize that we can correct people, but not bash their whole sense of being or crumble their emotions because you are trying to correct them. And you can strike a balance between being honest, being wise. Anyways. Thank you guys for tonight's session. It was amazing. We've been here for, and I appreciate your patience. I appreciate all the contributions that you're making.
appreciate everything that you've done and your stories i'm sure would reach out to our listeners and give hope for whoever needs hope give inspiration for whoever needs inspiration and offer learning for whoever needs to learn um, i'm honored to have all of you um, thank you so much thank you for being here thank you for having us thank you thank you for having us really enjoyed it Really interesting. Yeah. Learned a lot. Yeah, and I must, I must add in that. I hope, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Thank you yeah. so much. Yes, so Omar, deep yeah. people everywhere. been an overwhelming year and it's a year that will stand out. It's a year that we'll have to look at to learn lessons, a lot of lessons. But sadly we have to come to the end of this episode. So from from here on we'll continue to collaborate and we'll continue to bring you guys with you know amazing ideas, amazing concepts and topics and discussions that would as usual push you beyond the limits of your logic, force you to think of alternative ways to to go about life course bring you lessons that should be learned and things that should be dealt with all right so that brings us to the end of this episode from all to the world have a happy new year and we hope to see you next year see you next year